0: hello and welcome to the msc performance podcast today your host is me kitty and i am joined by one of our members again Yay. you folks loved her so we brought her back yes i know why <laughs> um no really i just want <laughs> i just wanted to boost your ego really but no, but we did have like good feedback on our previous podcast. Um, so today I've got Avatar with me. Hello, hello.
1: Um,
0: PhD researcher, lecturer, assistant.
1: That's not okay. Okay.
0: Assistant, assistant, okay. Like that. that's a <laughs> okay. Assistant lecturer, uh, weightlifting enthusiast, and, yeah, yeah, and a good friend of mine.
1: Sorry,
0: oh. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I brought her on today because why not, first of all. <laughs> Secondly. Um we wanted to have a little bit of chat about just generally females in SNC. Um, so how this started is I came across a study that was conducted I think last year, maybe it was released this year, and it was kind of like an interview. With female SNC coaches and their perceptions of their, um, the role of their gender in their field and things like that, and I thought, why not bring another female in the field?
1: Um, Expanding it a bit to be obviously SNC, but like I'm the academia side things. We've got the sort of more coaching side. Yeah. Together, we're just an absolute dream team.
0: I know, right? It's yeah. just what it is. No other words needed. Exactly. So, yes. let's begin. Um, first of all, how are you? What's going on?
1: Oh, that's me. I'm still fine. So, okay. <laughs> still <fine. laughs>
0: Okay, so I need to tell the listeners that we've been having, like, a 15-minute conversation already before we started, yes. and I was just like, we need to start it and start chatting, like, on recording because what the hell
1: can can we give a shout out to my current obsession on netflix yes please
0: i was waiting for this okay tell me about it um, what is physical 100 whoop, whoop.
1: which hopefully everyone is watching
0: if not what the hell are you doing
1: um exactly i said this to max i didn't say it to you i am like in a little bubble of obsession with him currently yeah and i think in my head Everyone is watching it, you know how, like, yeah. not you, but everyone watches <laughs> Squid Game. Yeah. So I thought it was something like that, and then made a comment to a student in, our, in my practical this morning. Yeah. Because he was doing a game which was similar to one of the challenges mm-hmm. in the show. I was like, oh, is that because of Physical 100? And he mm-hmm. was just like, what's that? <laughs> I was like, I'm just going <laughs> to leave. Do you way. Do
0: you know what I actually? So I've been spreading the word on the gym floor as well. Yes. I'm, every time, like, I go up to someone, I'm like, "Have you watched Physical One mm-hmm. <laughs> me What it
1: is for those? Yeah, um, I wanted
0: to. Do you want to? We'll do it together. No, I let, let, um, let you do it. So it's based in Korea, yes. and
1: they, I think, athletes apply to be on the show. Yes. So they keep going I on the so. show about like who has the best physique, <clears> but it's not just in terms of health, yeah, it's, it's who has really the best, not like, physical capabilities.
0: Yeah it's interesting because they were like trying to make not make this point but it was about oh who has the best physique but it's really not about looks at all. No. Um it's about like performance and it capabilities.
1: So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so we've got athletes like from any kind of discipline. We've yeah, got like gymnasts, um wrestlers like and there, even there just are some bodybuilders. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, there's there was some really rogue ones, like a, an ice rescuer, but he does, like, mm. competitive ice climbing. Yeah, that's so cool.
0: Yeah, 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 100%. Um, what's it?
1: Lug? Luging? Lug
0: <laughs> Listen, I am not going to attempt any of their names, I have to say
1: no, them. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Same as the Jamie. <laughs> okay, um so this is such typical of me, isn't it? <laughs> so anyway, there's
1: like a really wide variety of sports.
0: I had no idea. What is that? What's that sport? Like so can we dive when, into this? If
1: you Google it, it's I'm um, actually gonna
0: Google it. So it's L-U-G, I can't really
1: remember. It's on it's a winter sport. I think they like sit in a little like canoe kind of thing um
0: L-U-G-E. l-u-g-e luge no that's an olympic sport yeah
1: well
0: let me see ah okay so it automatically translated it to hungarian to me so i know it now um how's it pronounced that yeah, one that, that luge one. i don't you're asking me <laughs> <laughs> it's really
1: rogue sport.
0: <laughs> Um, yeah, so anyway, there are people from all types of disciplines. Like,
1: I'd say maybe like a 70-30 split in terms of men and women. I think. Ooh, I'm not really sure. Probably like 75 or 80-20. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this needs to be said, but obviously 80 being men. So yeah. 80 <laughs> being women. Yeah.
0: Um, and what, what, were we, what were you going to say about this?
1: <coughs> oh. So just um, how, so they compete all together. Yeah. They have a variety of challenges. So the first, mm-hmm. like, quest, they've got like five quests. Mm-hmm. It literally knocks, like, 50 of them out. But it's, like, men competing against women. Mm-hmm. And the whole premise is that they find the best um, physique, regardless of, like, age, yep. gender, mm-hmm. whatever. Which, like, is great. And there were, okay, I'm not going to, well, whatever, this is going to be a slight spoiler, but won't be a surprise to anyone. Yeah in
0: the final guess how many women there were I don't know
1: why I'm saying guess when you've watched it <laughs> well
0: close to zero um, zero <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah can I just also say though that I found it so badass when like women had to change oh uh, not chain, sorry, uh, choose their opponents And when mm. they when they challenged men, I was like, yes. I yes. really, really liked you know that. Why, like that.
1: Because there were a couple that did that. One of yeah. them beat the male component. Yeah. But I absolutely love how always the men are like they don't take the women seriously. Yeah. When they're competing against them and they like think it's gonna be easy and mm-hmm. then they lose. Yeah. And it's sort of like I think what's quite nice actually, what it shows is that obviously women are insane and mm-hmm. they are like talented and they are strong mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm, can mm-hmm. be men but i think what's interesting is that within that by the time you get to the final though there mm-hmm. are no women there oh, yes. because, on average yeah of course men it's expected stronger, yeah, yeah yeah faster
0: you know what i was also fascinated fascinated by in this show is that whenever like a female was competing or whatever and showed any like attributes of strength stamina whatever agility whatever it is the men were like so stunned about yeah, it <laughs> they were like happened? oh my god <laughs> yeah literally they were just so like amazed by it yeah. um do you remember the one where um i can't remember her name but she was just holding her sculpture up
1: i need to I need to send you it's the funniest
0: video of that like everyone's yeah. that, like really struggling she's just there like <laughs> yeah she's there with like just one facial expression and just holding like literally 40% of her body weight and I'm just like the mental like game there is amazing. She said at the
1: beginning she was like I know that I'm not stronger. Yeah. So it is about the mental side of it which is huge.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is amazing. It is amazing. Um anyway shall we get into our topic? Yeah. Um so um Wanted to start off with a little bit of statistics, because why I not? I have them,
1: because I do I, I do have, have them.
0: Um, not a lot, <clears throat> to be fair. Because I think this area of research of, like, females' perceptions and their, like, lived experiences about, like, being in the SNC industry and just coaching in general, I do find that this is quite a new thing that they're doing. So, in, like, 1990s, they didn't really conduct studies like that. <clears throat> Um, so there was a 2017 study that showed that only seven percent of UK SNC coaches are women, which is yeah, that is shocking to me. Um
1: that doesn't actually surprise me. It, yeah, it is and I it is. isn't. It's, shocking. It, like, it's awful, but it yeah. doesn't I'm not like what I thought it was
0: easier. Yeah, know. so what I wanted to do is do you wanna like think about or do you have any ideas of why could that be? Like Anything that you read, personal experiences, let's start with that.
1: So I I think a lot of it stems down in the beginning, Mm -hmm. even if you just about participation in Mm -hmm. (coughs)
0: sport.
1: And that is a lot better than it used to be. Mm -hmm. Um, Like at the elite level, I think it was the. um, don't know which Olympics, but one of the quite recent ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was actually split, like, pretty much 50-15. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe, maybe, like, 51% of the athletes were female, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is the first time that's happened in the age, yeah. which is amazing. Mm-hmm. But, again, it's like, does that actually drip down to the more general population? And if you look at studies, you speak to probably any young girls, there's such a drop-off mm-hmm. around puberty mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. girls just don't really do mm-hmm. sport. And mm-hmm. I think it does start from there. Yeah. And then just... Again, like media representation, if you don't see mm-hmm. yeah. women in school, you're, say, you're yeah. not going to go into role models
0: are so, so yeah. important. if you don't see women working in the industry mm-hmm. as well, like you're, you don't even know that it's possible, I
1: think. No, 100%. It? And I think even if you do go into it, it's seen as like a male space. Mm-hmm. So you have to, to a degree, fit yourself to fit into that space as opposed to mm-hmm. just being entirely... Yourself. Yeah. I remember we had a talk at uni from the performance analyst at Coventry Football Club, mm-hmm. males football club, mm-hmm. and she was saying, like, talking about her experience as a female mm-hmm. performance analyst and how she didn't have to like completely change herself, but even just mm-hmm. to, she would have to, and still does have to, um, just so many comments that she'd get, which men wouldn't get at mm-hmm. all, mm-hmm. and like, the banter, she'd have to fit in with it, and also not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, but I think mm. there is just a very specific culture. Yeah, which yeah. Which isn't necessarily good for, it's not necessarily bad, uh, but it's not even just with women that it's not, like they don't necessarily feel like they fit in. Yeah. I think the culture as a whole yeah. is in that. Great for a lot of people within it, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. And can I just also say I've got this uh, one quote from actually the UK Strength and Conditioning Association or the UKSCA, where they recognised in two thousand and fourteen that women need to be prepared to evidence their competence more than would be mm. expected of a male coach. Yeah. And the fact that they recognise that as well, yeah. it just says a lot, doesn't it? It's sort of
1: it's just <coughs> accepted. Yeah. And so much of it isn't unconscious. Yeah. And it's so, like women, and I've heard this from like other academics as well. so you just have to always prove yourself. Mm. Way more, you can't just walk in, yeah, and be confident that you have those. Yeah, abilities. no, you have to go above yeah, and beyond. Yeah, there's a
0: gender bias from like athletes, hundred percent mm. as well. Yeah. Not just from colleagues, but like from athletes mm. as well. Where I think um, athletes yeah. just look at male figures and they're like just generally like more confident in them, mm. and they think that they're more competent. Um, whereas when you know just a female walks into a gym environment, they're like, you have to
1: prove oh, yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Is like, she sure that she knows like what, you were saying what to physical do? It's like, oh, Yeah, I respect her after she's like showed this amazing <laughs> feat of strength, yeah, yeah, whatever the sport is, like, yeah, On, up until then, crazy. it's like you're yeah.
0: questioning it. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. there was actually this is from 1973, and I
1: think it's lovely ah. that it's not changed since then. Um... Let me find. Might have to cut out the silence. (laughs) No, we're
0: keeping it raw. I told you, we keep it raw.
1: Scroll. Oh, here we go. So this is from an Olympic Congress in 1973. It would seem that misogynism is endowed with longevity and high ability to adapt itself to the circumstances. Having been beaten flat on the stadium, it has entrenched itself into another point of the front line, into a place less noisy and less spectacular. It has fled to the headquarters. Ooh, so okay. I, don't, I don't think we're necessarily up there in terms of like male and female sport being mm-hmm. viewed in the same way. But I think we are mm-hmm. definitely a lot better in terms of like participation. Yeah. and being acknowledged a lot yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. But so when you look at the, oh, I think I have a looked at home. I wrote my notes down. Yeah. But if you look at like the boards on mm-hmm. various committees, it is pretty much all men yeah, and that's where yeah. a lot of the issues stem from and it's the same i think when it comes to either like sport itself or in academia as well yeah the yeah, majority yeah, yeah. of researchers are males so they aren't going to think about female like including females and research the same way yeah if there are more yeah women. yeah yeah
0: um and i t- i read a couple of studies that were just interviews with snc coaches and stuff and that's where i read that women are just less likely to be offered any athletic director positions because People just think that they are too soft to, mm. to like assert their power.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and also, because there are not as many <clears throat> female in those positions, um, males don't keep women in lower positions, if that makes yeah. sense. Because if there are male directors or in like management positions and whatnot, they are more likely to keep um, other. Men in mm. the SNC positions or assistant coach position yeah. or whatever it is, um, so it's that lack of female representation up, up high, higher and up. Just
1: completely, yeah, down. yeah, hundred percent. Well, we can't actually get this comment in person because Max on us. <laughs> yeah, but I was having a chat with him a few weeks ago, and he made a comment about basically kind of saying that like for male teams it makes sense to have male Mm -hmm, coaches mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which I do completely understand to a degree that they the like the culture there Mm -hmm. you're gonna like maybe be understood a lot more and the players gonna relate to you a lot more and I completely get that Mm -hmm. but then why the majority of female coaches male yeah and again like you were saying before and I've caught myself out before when I'm sort of thinking am I holding this female coach or academic Mm -hmm. to a higher standard Mm -hmm. because it's so ingrained in you Mm -hmm. it's really hard to actually like acknowledge in yourself that you might yeah like have an unconscious bias yeah 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 100% change everything
0: yeah I also read um one of the female coaches in these studies was saying that she was actually prohibited from working with female team sports, I don't know what she really meant by that, she didn't explain or anything, didn't elaborate, but she used that word, it mm. was like, in the transcript, and I was like, wait, what? Um, I found that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> interesting, I would say, but yeah, I think it definitely makes sense to, mm. you know, call men, team sports, or whatever, they should be
1: Also, it should coached. just be, like, some kind of a mix, because men, mm. and women... Can bring different things to the yeah, stage. And it's yeah. not also that one is more important or better than, than the other. Mm-hmm. They just, and a lot of scenarios have different sort of insights and way of dealing with yep. things. But it's, I remember I was talking to one of the lecturers at my uni, and there's like two other female lecturers. Mm-hmm. Um, so better than some places. Yeah. <laughs> um, but sort of discussing how where she used to work there was like a committee of people, I can't remember the details specifically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but basically her and like another female colleague were only brought in to help out once the mess had already been made. Mm, and then they came and sorted it out. Problem. And it's like, why didn't you include women from the start?
0: Yeah, no, it's already when decisions are being made. Yeah. And then that's when-
1: And also it's not about having one token woman. Again, it's another paper that I found. Yeah. Um, about sort of what constitutes a critical mass so like how many women do you need to make a difference Mm -hmm. and I can't remember the exact numbers but it's like you can't just employ two or three women Mm -hmm. and that's going to make a difference dependent on the size yeah. especially if you're doing it like to tick a box or you're like oh we're going to get this one woman it's like well are you going to get this one woman and then listen to her or are you going to hire her and then just make her feel like consciously or not like she has Mm -hmm. to change or she has to prove things yeah yeah it's just it's hard <laughs> yeah there.
0: do you have any personal experiences that could relate to the topic um, really putting you out there but well, yeah just,
1: I, well just, I do have a male coach so I'm not really helping the <laughs> team okay <laughs> so
0: did you, you ever have me. like a, a female role model in your like personal life when you like started to get involved in sports and stuff like that do you have anyone in specific that Literally you could
1: Actually, all the role models that i've had are the reasons why i got into weightlifting got all male
0: okay Interesting. but having said that
1: the one the lecturer who sort of got me into it. it was like his modules that i just mm-hmm. really enjoyed he also got me into the menstrual cycle and studying that okay so, okay okay but yeah because like uni it's predominantly male mm-hmm. lecturers mm-hmm. which again like they're great like they're Really knowledgeable. Oh, of like, course, yeah. Many of them I like, have a really good relationship with. But when we actually have female lecturers, it's actually so nice just to see mm-hmm. them in those positions. Yeah. And yeah. again, it just brings like a different yeah dynamic. But it's just and again in terms of <coughs> as you get higher up, there's fewer mm-hmm, women, like, mm-hmm, positions. Mm-hmm. Of, power yeah um like it makes such a difference to the it really
0: does it really does also
1: you you don't know what you're missing until you like later on you have it and you're like yeah yeah definitely definitely nice yeah
0: i've uh of course i've never been i say that of course but you know it (laughs) oh i was gonna say anyway you told me to ask i
1: seem nicer if i do
0: (laughs) okay let's give you some credits um so, I've never been involved in like team sports or competitive sports yeah. or whatever, but I've been training since I was 13. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, my coach was a female. Since, what? yeah, from. Well done. Let's give her a shout Great ways
1: to out. The gym. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, so, because I, I, I did like gym based, like resistance training, then moved to like CrossFit type of things, like functional training, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, and so, I kind of started going to her classes and train with her and whatnot when she started her business. So, it was so nice to see how she evolved as well in that space because at the time she was around 30, so she already had a career in a different field, and she had three kids as well. And then she kind of built that whole thing up from from just Mm. scratch. Um, And the way she kind of educated herself as well on the field and the way she worked on her own like capabilities and what like was just amazing.
1: Obviously, like women are so capable. Yeah.
0: But it is, yeah. It
1: comes back to like when a woman does it. I think we're still in the phase of like, wow, look at this woman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, she's had however many kids she's doing this whilst pregnant. And don't get me wrong, it is amazing. Yeah. But it should it shouldn't be such a special thing. Yeah. Which is like, well, obviously. Yeah,
0: yeah. But like, also, yeah. she got a lot of like backlash for it as well because she was seen as, like, she's supposed to be a housewife. She's supposed mm. to be, you know, raising her kids because she's got three. How is she going to start a new business? Things like that.
1: Mm.
0: And I think that ties in really well into one of the findings of the studies that I looked at where a lot of females said that it's really hard to kind of, balance that work and family like it's some of them said that it's virtually impossible to start a family yeah. And there's a lot of pressure even if you do decide to take that path um, There's a lot of pressure to go back from maternity leave just, just really quickly. Back. Yeah, just bounce yeah. back so quick um, And I've got a little data here and I want to point out that I'm sure that this is applicable to men as well Not just females. This is the s industry as a whole Full-time coaches worked on average 55.6 hours per week, whereas part-time coaches worked 42.5 hours.
1: Those are both full-time.
0: Exactly, so um, that's that was their biggest concern. It was family, it was other commitments, just having a personal life and in it was general. I think really hard,
1: and don't get me wrong, like, for anyone it's really hard to balance, mm-hmm. but you can't ignore just generally, in society we can talk about equality, especially when it comes to raising children, like housework, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the data, which I do not have, but if you go and find it, and look at <laughs> we'll data, link it in the description below. <laughs> the majority of housework still falls to women, otherwise, it just doesn't get done. Mm-hmm. And it is, and also, it's not, people don't see it as work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but all mm-hmm. the housework and raising kids is a job. It is. But it's just, there's actually a book called Invisible women I think it's called that okay i have a note of it I'll lend it to you mm-hmm. it's so the author is basically looking at all the gaps in data and research mm-hmm. where women just aren't included mm-hmm. there's obviously a section on sport yeah um and I've looked at that as well but again how there's a, just a complete gap about female either female specific research mm-hmm. or if you look at any research study the majority of them are just done on men because men are yeah. easier yeah. to research you don't have to account for menstrual cycles. Yeah. Yeah. And it just comes down to the whole women on small men. And don't get yeah. me wrong, like a lot of the data will be applicable yeah. to women. And if you do the same research now but on females you have mm-hmm. to justify why maybe it'll be different. Yeah. But we just don't know. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not being done. That's true. And it's just men are just scared that if the full power of women <laughs> is unleashed. <laughs> Whoa, it's just too scary. <laughs> yeah, it is
0: scary. It is scary. Um, I'm just looking through my notes So if there's anything I was going to say though I
1: think what's actually What I really rate as a sport In terms of like equality And um, the way women are viewed in it Is CrossFit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my experience from when I used to go to a CrossFit gym And the balance of also like female coaches Or even just the way that the workouts are done Mm -hmm. And I think even when also they have like the CrossFit games Mm -hmm. And the way the male and female Because obviously they I don't know cross it CrossFit super well, so I might be called out on this. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of the... Well, I think all the games are, like, they're done together, so women might have, like, lower weights.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, They're um, just... The, the weights are appointed the weights differently, are adjusted, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: because there are differences between yeah. men yeah. and women. Yeah, I like I make comments sometimes at uni about how, like, there aren't female bars in our uni gym. Mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. the other day, and shoots were like, you can't say that. Never Why happened, not? But no, because... Women are, on average, smaller. Yeah. So it makes sense to have. Yeah. Look at, for smaller, example, like yeah, bars. like
0: you, you can't it's grip like, the same way because yeah. you've got smaller hands. Like it's you like, need to acknowledge like, yeah. the
1: differences and then make sure there's provisions yeah. in place. I don't know where it's going with this point. Oh yeah, but even with things <laughs> like sport in general, men will get the prime slot in terms of on TV when mm-hmm. the, when mm-hmm. it's played. Mm-hmm. But I think CrossFit is just way better. With that, mm-hmm. I think the prize money also is the same yeah. between men and women. Yeah. yeah. And I think and again this isn't based off research that I've done mm-hmm. but people enjoy watching male and females compete the same. Yeah. Yeah. Because people love to say, Oh, just women's sport just isn't as exciting and it's like no, no Gordon, you just don't like women. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all yeah. it
0: is. Yeah, and I want to backtrack on that because you were talking about like the prize money and whatnot mm-hmm. and on just based on the research I've done, um, it does show that in the s industry women are paid less mm-hmm. than men, which is not surprising but in like s- similar positions and they also talk about this kind of glass ceiling where mm-hmm. they are literally just impossible to progress from a certain point because they're not getting into direct positions and things like that um but yeah i was just thinking how kind of sad that is yeah. actually because i like you said women can bring like the same things to the table or like you know just really good things to the mm. table that could be like
1: i think like so much of it different. though is, like it's so when you go to a gym where there's more women Mm -hmm. it's such a nice environment Mm -hmm. to be in i remember when i the gym i used to work at and during the afternoon there was a barbell session going on Mm -hmm. and i was going for a new front squat one rep max at the time okay when it was going on and then there was lots of grunting lots of fails got a new pb but there were a lot of fails as well and then one of the members came up to me like after the class Mm -hmm. after i think she was maybe like mid 40s or Mm -hmm. 50s She came up to me and she was just like, it was so nice to see you weightlifting and like also like putting your all mm, in. Yeah.
0: Because
1: it's just so normal. And in that gym, she was like, it's really nice that we come in, and we're treated the same mm-hmm, as the men, it's mm-hmm, the same exercises. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's so nice to see yeah. you doing that. Because it's not just about, oh, men and women are treated the same. Mm-hmm. It's if a woman comes to the gym to a class... Even if they come to train on their own and out of the whole gym they are the only female mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. This is intimidating it's yeah it's yeah. intimidating even if it's not intimidating it's just like a bit mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah sometimes when i come train and i am often like one of the only women mm-hmm. there and because i have a massive ego like i'm not intimidated by it yeah people are intimidated by me <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: like my, like, your whole five foot
1: snatches. <laughs> Yeah. But it's just like, it's. I just absolutely love it when there's more women in there feeling, yeah. like, empowered and yeah. seeing what they're capable yeah. of. Yeah,
0: I think people just don't realise this, that, like, the power of having someone and seeing, like, that, like, a female is capable of something mm. and how much can that drive you, I think that's insane. Yeah. Like, I had that a lot as well in the past where people would be like oh yeah you know because I saw you do that like I felt Mm -hmm. like I could do that too and I think that's like that's probably one of the biggest like rewards for me in this industry it's like whenever a female feels empowered and and you know Mm. yeah just empowered by that. It's actually
1: why I, I get bullied a lot for this in the gym. For the noises that I make My little squeaks, my little squawks Can, you, can like, you
0: show that to listeners?
1: Absolutely not <laughs> If anyone don't want to know what I sound like Just go to Luke or Max And they will happily
0: <laughs> Or to your Instagram
1: <laughs> Or to my Instagram <laughs> But I, I think for me And I will say, I think actually as a woman You can get away with it a lot more Being very really noisy and okay. grunty in the gym Because people are oh like it's it's not the same as a man grunting doing bicep curls okay. mm. in like the mirror, um, but I think just actually working so hard because mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. do weightlifting or powerlifting, mm-hmm. you need to be aggressive. Yeah, if you're not aggressive, you're not going to be able to lift yeah. the heavy yeah. Weight, yeah, and actually showing other women that it's fine, to, yeah, not necessarily b- like grunt like I do. <laughs> um, but actually, really yeah. put your all in. Yeah. And I
0: think, yeah. again,
1: even if you have other men around the gym doing that, it's not the same mm-hmm. as seeing other mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. do your sport yeah. and be like, actually. It gives you I permission, like doesn't it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Do you think that's a nice end to our podcast? There was, so, is there anything oh, you there would, was, Of course. Do you, oh, you just can't, like.
1: I just wanted to briefly, I feel like we've touched on loads of this already. This was a paper called the field includes the office the six pillars of women in sport yeah just going see because i think we like actually covered a lot of it like talking about um, why i like i missed the entire paper huh? <laughs> oh so they say like the six pillars are it's <coughs> the participants themselves mm-hmm. coaches Officials mm. Performance staff so That's what I mentioned Like performance analysts mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Physiologists And then it's like, Operations and business staff The people
0: mm-hmm. on top mm-hmm. so Can I also just say That when you said Like performance analyst And what not? I mean that's still like In like co- no, That's not really A position in coaching mm-hmm. But I feel like women are more seen in like clinical positions like
1: nutritionist,
0: nutritionist, sports therapist, um, physiotherapist. Yeah, exactly. Whereas when it comes to a coaching position, like they have a little bit less respect. But
1: even what I found interesting, because obviously I will make it about the menstrual cycle.
0: Oh, uh, of course you have to bring it (coughs) in or we have to bring
1: it in. A paper that was, Looking at a female football club and about the menstrual cycle Mm -hmm. They were saying they generally go to their nutritionist to speak about it And she's not, and the nutritionist is female Mm -hmm. But it is like, is that because she's female And she's the only female Mm -hmm. staff member, one of the only female staff members That's who you feel comfortable going to Because it shouldn't really be the nutritionist There's like elements, I understand why it's a crossover But it's not who you should be going to But it is like you need more Women,
0: but and also, I think, yeah, I think in like the current field, like we're kind of at the stage where we are discovering whose responsibility it is mm. because we're saying it's probably not the nutritionist, but then who Who's, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? Is it the SNC <laughs> coach? Is it the head coach? Like,
1: I just need to create a new role so I can have a job doing
0: that <laughs> <laughs> menstrual cycle specialist. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> or like, is it psychologist though? Because well, if, if you not look not at watched, the effect of yeah. the menstrual cycle, I think
1: psychologist makes a lot of sense. Yeah, about that it interdisciplinary team. Yeah. Like, communicating effectively yeah. with the coach or yeah. whoever else it is. Um, yeah, but
0: yeah, we went off track a little bit, as always.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to see. Yeah, thinking about especially because I think we spoke a lot about those high positions. It's about mm-hmm. how do you get more women into it? And it's having more opportunities mm-hmm. for more women to fill those roles. Mm-hmm. I, like, I don't know, it is, it's, it is a tricky one. Mm-hmm. I don't have the answer. Yeah,
0: I think we're here to raise motivated. awareness and talk yeah. about yeah. it rather than offer solutions because.
1: I am just looking at this paper to see if they have the golden.
0: It, oh yeah, actually I have answer. found a scoping review. On the subject where they said that they will um, oh, well, cover some. Oh,
1: God. This one is saying initially it's recognising that there's more women yes. in sport yeah. than yeah. just. Because I think people think about just participation and mm-hmm. even just the coaches, but it's so much bigger than yeah. that and it all completely yeah. trickles down.
0: It starts from the bottom, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. It starts at the bottom, yeah. but it needs, well. I
0: mean, I mean it's, with this, it's, a, <laughs> it's actually not <laughs> no it has to go from the bottom and the top and then meet in the middle yeah. Yeah, meet there. in the middle <laughs> that's what it is Um, anything else you wanted to add today I just want to get rid of you now can you
1: tell so, it it actually at the beginning, let's just stay in here and chat until I have to go back to lecturing. So Which is it's
0: currently it's uh, quarter to two, and you are lecturing at four o'clock. So, it's going to be
1: another late night.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think we'll leave it there then. Um, no solutions, just raising awareness today. Thank you so much, Abhita, for coming I on.
1: The important thing to know is you have my permission, which counts for absolutely nothing, to be a grunty <laughs> female at the gym. Yes, yes. And
0: if you see another female at the gym, connect with them. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> Coming soon is going to be a female only <laughs> <Yeah>. group. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I sure nothing has happened. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, like, we've got some plans. Girls, we've got some plans for you. Just keep your eyes peeled. On the space, and we we'll reveal and the also, details it's later. An
1: absolute claps all around for Kitty and Ella. Yes, just for existing.
0: Yes, can space. we? Yeah, uh, can we mention Ella as well? Um, I literally did. <laughs> I,
1: literally <laughs> I know,
0: but did. I want to mention it again because. She is one of the coaching staff who's a female yeah. as well, and we I need to bring her on. She's very good. yes, yes, she competes as well. And
1: education <laughs> opinion.
0: <laughs> <It's wrong. laughs> okay, we need to bring her on for next. Um. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on, and thank you guys for listening. Please. And any questions, drop it in the comments. <laughs> or grab us on the gym gym floor. We're always up for a chat, except oh, every time always, when she's training. No, I'm always up for a chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Thank you. Bye.